0: Uh, so, what does COVID nineteen have to do with losing your home? Uh, well, a lot. Uh, the FBI reported that since the virus struck, cybercrime is up seventy five percent, and it gets worse because, of course, cybercrime you know it can be just hacking your email or something that which is bad enough. But it also can be stealing your home's title. Uh, crime is called home title theft, and it's pretty much everywhere uh, by now. You might know that cybercriminals find the title to your home online, forge a signature on a deed and then refile it as if, you know, they're the new owner of your home. You're still living there, but uh, they, they own it on paper. They can take out loans and do all sorts of shady stuff with it. Uh, you don't want that. Uh, you want to make sure that you're protected from it. Home title lock can protect you. Uh, and your home's legal title—it's your most valuable asset. In need to protect it, get a virtual barrier put around your home from Home Title Lock. The instant they detect any tampering with your title, they will shut it down. First things first, go to hometitlelock.com, register your address to see if you're already a victim. Then use the code RADIO for thirty risk-free days of protection. The code is RADIO at hometitlelock.com. Home Title Lock.com. Code is RADIO.
1: So, is there anything happening today? Anything going on? Anything we should talk about? Holy cow. Let's get right to it. The debate. What it means. What's coming next in 60 seconds.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Maggie lives on a horse ranch in the Ozarks. Her great joy in life has always been horseback riding, but recently she had to cut back more and more. Eventually, she had to stop riding altogether because of her back pain. Maggie now lives in a place surrounded by happiness in which she was not allowed to partake. Nothing she tried could make the pain go away, and at least enough for her to go back doing the things that she loved. Maggie, I know how you feel i've been there done that you feel like you're never going to get out and now you're not going to be able to do the things you love fortunately she did what i did she tried relief factor and within a few weeks the pain she'd been suffering for began to subside and within a month she was back in the saddle again doing what she loves to do maggie got her life back you could too it's Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. It's ReliefFactor.com. Call them now at 800-583-84. Get their three-week quick start pack for nineteen ninety nine. It's ReliefFactor.com. Tonight on Glenn TV, he showed you their
3: contempt for democracy.
1: The left is done with regular U.S. presidential elections.
3: He uncovered their playbook steps for revolution.
1: I showed you a financial relationships, civil society, Society 2.0 oh. Street activists hold U.S. funds.
3: Now, Glenn looks to the future and exposes the four scenarios Democrats have planned for November. Civil War. The left's election night war game. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn.
1: Tonight is a show that you do not want to miss. While the rest of the media is going in another direction, while everybody else is talking to you about the election, I'm talking to you about what is coming as part of this election. It is so critically important. Tonight is part three of the Civil War series that we have done. Uh, Tonight, I show you the future. Everybody else can talk about what happened last night. I'll show you the future tonight, and it is critical for your family that you watch it. Please the world is about to change I truly believe last night I, it was it was spooky here at the studios it was scary we had a bunch of executives uh, from the studio that we that were here and I was talking to them and talking to them about what do you think comes next and for the first time I actually saw people realize we're in deep trouble and not just the country the country is Possibly over if this election goes to the left. But our voice will be snuffed out quickly. Once Donald Trump is out of the way, you're going to lose talk radio. You will lose our voices, I believe, on election day. You're going to start having us censored. I'll prove that to you on today's program. And on tonight's program, you'll see why they must silence us. Please join us at the Blaze TV uh, tonight. You'll be able to watch that. It's also on YouTube, uh, but please watch it. Join us. We need your support. Join us at BlazeTV.com. Use the pro- promo code Debates, and you'll get uh, 20% off. Now, I told you yesterday that if things went well enough for the Biden campaign to where they just they felt like, OK, it wasn't good, but all right, we're good enough that they would start to say. This was so undignified. There is no way, no way we should ever do this again. V- Joe Biden will not make a circus out of this election and they'd never do another debate. Well, listen to what they were saying last night. So a very simple question. After what went
0: down this evening, do you think Joe Biden should participate In a second or third debate
1: should the next two debates go on as scheduled i wouldn't be surprised by the way if this is the last presidential debate should there be other debates are we really going to repeat this are we going to have another two of of these i think we have to hear from the presidential commission on debates tomorrow We, we we can't do two more of these why are we bothering a with a discussion of the rules, of format, of time limits, of uh, moderators at all, when we have just seen what is going to happen. Did you notice that most of those voices were the anchors? It didn't come from, they weren't asking uh, Kamala Harris, so what does the future hold? What's next? Well, I don't think the vice president should do another debate. No. The question from Jake Tapper was, should he even do another debate after this? See, it's it's amazing how they phrase questions. And we we learned this last night from Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace. You're useless. You're absolutely useless. Can we please stop saying that we have anyone Anyone in the mainstream media that actually is fair and balanced. Can we say that? I'm sorry, but every journalist at Fox News comes from the same tree. No, they don't even come from the tree. They come from the barrel that has been picked and rotted. They're the same things. Chris Wallace didn't do any He did better than Anderson Cooper, but is Anderson Cooper... A a journalist. He's as much as a journalist as I am. The questions were all phrased as an attack. As from from Biden's point of view. There was it was remarkable, absolutely remarkable to me. Now, the president didn't do himself any favors. By the way, Don Jr. is going to be on with us today. Cheryl Atkinson is going to be on with us today. Stephen Crowder is going to be on with us today. Uh, We have we have a lot of people uh, eager to talk about what happened last night. Uh, The president didn't do himself any favors. Uh, I think he tried to dominate early. And in, in the beginning, I thought, okay, this isn't good, but maybe he's just doing, you know, body blow, body blow, body blow to wear the guy out. But he didn't give Joe Biden enough air to hang himself. There were so many errors with Joe Biden. And no one is talking about them. No one is talking about the absolute untruth, the lies that Joe Biden said last night. And it was a surreal moment because I don't think, I mean, I walked away from that debate, I think like everybody else, I didn't like it. I didn't learn anything. It wasn't satisfying. And I don't think it was satisfying for either side. So it did nothing. It did absolutely nothing. No one changed their mind last night. Now, the one thing that I did think was good was I thought Donald Trump, when he wasn't interrupting, was actually more presidential than I've seen him. He actually had the facts on some of the when he started talking about covid and the vaccine. He nailed that. He nailed that when he was talking about, uh, you know, the the economy and Joe Biden wanting to shut down the economy. This was another really important thing. There was a critical moment, and I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but this is the choice, America. Donald Trump said they want people want the economy open. They want to go back to work. They want their life back. And Joe Biden said they want to be safe. Well, that is the question that we're all facing today. Do you want to be safe? In other words, you're never going to hear anybody say anything that hurts your feelings You're never going to you're never going to see anybody that disagrees with you. You will be able to shut down anybody that disagrees with you. You're you're never really going to be allowed to build your own business and risk. Because we've got to bail out the other people who are up at the top that are too big to fail. That do all kinds of crazy risks. But we have to protect them, not you. Do you want to be safe or do you want to be free? That is the choice. Marxism promises you safety. Everybody's going to be equal. Nobody's going to say anything that offends you. Everything's going to be great. You're all, everybody has a house. Everybody has an apartment. Everyone is equally miserable. And everyone is equally miserable because no one is allowed to be them. No one is allowed to be themselves. You don't get to choose what you do. Do you remember the, the goal of Bill Gates' Common Core? To be able to fast-track your child by the second grade to know, well, they're not really smart enough to do this, so we're going to fast-track them over here. And we'll just train them to be this. That's what the Chinese do. Oh, yes, but they win all those medals because of the ellipse. Yeah, they take their children away from the parents and they put them in a special school. So they're really good at that because the state is the parent, you know, the community, just like BLM's plan to destroy the nuclear family. And replace it with a village. Well, that's what that's your choice, America, that's your choice. Last night, I got on my knees with my kids as we went to bed and and my prayer was, please, dear Lord, please, please don't give us what we deserve. Please. Please hear us. Last night, last night was the clearest signal to me that we're in a civil war. Why Donald Trump just can't say, of course, although he did, although he did, but it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. It's never good enough. How is Chris Wallace bringing up the the age old lie of of Charlottesville Now, I just want you to listen to this. I want you to listen. Donald Trump said very clearly that he disavowed the KKK. But there were some very good people there on both sides. They only focus on the very same, uh, very good people on both sides. That's like if I said to you, these were only riots and there was no protester out there that was actually genuine. Have I ever said that? Have I ever no. said that? No. Has the left said that there's violence? No. They're doing the exact opposite of what Donald Trump did. And uh, I'm sorry, they're doing exactly what Donald Trump did except the press accepts it from them. There are good people there. These are good, you know, yes, there's some bad people in the Okay? yes dismissive yes there's some bad people that are gotten out of hand but the vast majority are peaceful protesters he didn't even go that far he condemned the people that were radicals he condemned the white supremacists he condemned the people who wanted violence on the other side but then he said but there's good people on both sides that is exactly the same as saying there is violence with antifa And if any white supremacist comes down and starts tangling with Antifa, they're just as bad as Antifa. But there are good people on both sides. There are people that say, I want bad cops to go to jail. Black lives matter, not ink, just black lives matter. There are good people that say that. Believe it. And I stand with them. And there are also good people that don't want white supremacists either. And the, major- the vast majority of people stand together on that. This is a bogus question. A bogus question to make Donald Trump yet again into a racist. And for for. I could forgive Chris Wallace if he would have said, Will you denounce? Donald Trump said, Of course, of course, of course. But to to leave the but out, unless that but was, Will he deny and will he disavow the violence from Antifa? Well, the okay, yes, of course I do. Yes, of course, of course. That wasn't good enough. And then Chris Wallace did not follow that up with, "Now, Mr. Vice President, can you tell me, will you disavow the violence on the right with Antifa? How do you ask one side that question and not the other side? There's one answer: bias. I'm going to show you with Cheryl Atkinson today. I'm going to show you some some bias that you need to know about because it is getting much worse and they are shutting the door on voices like us. They'll claim very quickly that we are nothing but disinformation to you. Tonight, while I still have the opportunity, tonight I'm going to do a special on what is coming next in their own words, what you've seen so far is a warm up. When you start seeing the questions last night, what the press is saying today, you are going to start reading the news entirely different. Entirely differently. The real moment to reshape the United States Constitution, the free market, and end it, the country as a whole, doesn't matter if they win or lose, it begins. On election week, I am not going to talk to you about conspiracy. I'm going to take you line by line in their own documents to show you the future that they have planned for you. This is about as much watch as it gets. And then next week, I'm going to show you how to start to begin to prepare. Do not be a part of the chaos. If you're not a Blaze subscriber, I, I know times are tough. We're going to put this up on YouTube if you can't afford to join us. But if you can afford, it's like seven bucks a month. I mean, if you can't afford the seven bucks, use the promo code Glenn Debates. You'll get $20 off your subscription. It's Bla- the Blaze TV. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn promo code Glenn Debates. Do it now. All right, so I'm a little demanding when it comes to um, earphones, mainly because I've been wearing headphones since I was 13 years old doing radio, and I've always worn them way too loud. And uh, the doctor, for the first time, said, yeah, you're going deaf, buddy, Uh, and it's because I've done this for so long. So uh, headphones for me are really hard because I need to have volume, and there is nothing worse than crappy headphones They will give you volume, but they sound like dog crap uh, or they just can't pump out enough volume. Uh, The ones that I had been wearing are Apple. They're expensive. My kids continue to lose them uh, and I just don't want to keep replacing them and they're uncomfortable. They fall out of your ears. So I went and started looking for other headphones and I found the E25 earbuds, uh, these are from Raycon, everyday E25 earbuds. They're the best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. They're six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. For a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash beck. That's buyraycon.com slash beck. Get 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, we have Steven Crowder up uh, in just a second. We're going to get his view on the, um, on the debate last night. He had a rocking show last night, just rocking. Uh, and um, we're going to get his, his take on it. Uh, but also, he has something going on in Michigan that I think is really, really important. Uh, and that will break on Friday. We're going to see if we can pry a little information out from him, because I think it's something you're going to want to know, especially if you're living in Michigan. Um, Stu, last night, thoughts? Uh,
0: it was a uh, cluster, uh, (laughs) from beginning to end. I mean, I, I don't know how anyone could have taken anything out of it. Uh, they just, you know, talked over each other the entire time. Chris Wallace was all over the board. I mean, was, I guess what I expected out of Wallace, who did have a couple of good questions. Yeah, he did. To Biden, uh, yeah. though it was so limited. He obviously was siding with Biden. All the questions came from the perspective of Biden. You know, it, it would be he was taking responsibility for the attacks against Trump. And then he would say, you know, the, the president's argument is or Republicans argument is when he was going after when he was talking to Biden so it was kind of positioned in a way mm-hmm. uh, that made it difficult uh, like, look I, I think Trump had a strategy last night which was to come out and try to rattle Biden try to get him off of his game try to get him to explode with anger which he te- he tends to do Biden seemed relatively prepared for that though he had his moments and he tried to just get himself through an hour and a half and he probably did that end of the day you know like trump still has uh many opportunities here in the next few weeks to uh, to be able to move this thing i don't know that last night did much of anything for anybody no, no. Um, now look at the polls are all showing that biden won by a, you know a, a landslide that's what they always show uh, for the most part we went over that
1: uh, yesterday yeah and uh, uh, donald trump didn't win a single debate Last time, yeah, did he? He, the closest he came was sixteen points last time. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: I mean, th- that's what these things always show. Uh, but again, he lost all three debates last time, according to the polls. And I don't know if anyone's noticed, he tends to be president of the United States every day. Tends to be, he tends to be, tends When to he wakes up, he yeah. seems to be in a giant Hillary white doesn't house. Accept
1: it, but no, of course, not. it was a peaceful transition this is of power. The Glenn Beck <laughs> program. Shopping online, super easy. If you you don't know about things like, you know, promo codes and coupons and discounts, uh, you know, getting deep discounts on the things that you buy and not having to pay full price. If you think that's awesome, uh, it takes a lot of time and effort. You got to look those promo codes up. You got to remember them, blah, blah, blah. You got to put them in. That used to be the case, but not anymore. Ever since Honey came along, Honey is an app that finds all of the best deals, all of the coupons, the promo codes. So when you are in the checkout, you click on Honey and you'll see your price at checkout just start going down. It's amazing. It'll save you a buttload of money absolutely free you're never going to pay a dime for it in fact you can even earn gift card rewards when you shop with honey most importantly your information isn't harvested money makes all of its profit on the seller's side of things honey has found 17 million members over 2 billion dollars in savings so what are you waiting for get your share now at honey get honey at joinhoneycom slash get it for free Joinhoney.com slash Beck and start saving on online shopping right now. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Go to blazetv.com slash
0: Glen. You can use the promo code glenn Debates and save 20 bucks off your subscription.
1: this is the glenn beck program last night steven crowder uh, just broke all kinds of uh, internet records on youtube uh did a great great coverage of the uh, presidential debate very different than uh your standard debate uh as he was dressed as a fighter and i always love to see those crotch shots up your shorts there steven it's great It's definitely the best part of the coverage.
4: Oh, there's a a hell of an intro. They were (laughs) regulation-sized boxing shorts, but I didn't realize they don't typically do the interviews seated, and they don't have these disgusting Scottish-American thighs.
1: Uh, Great show last night, Stephen. Um, Tell me your reaction uh, to the debate. Your thoughts.
4: Uh, There were were really no winners, and and there, there was no moderator. So, I mean, that's kind of the summary. Here's what I would say. On the issues, on the substantive issues, um, I've been asking everyone, can you name me any, any specifics from Joe Biden? So we'll go to the personality and the shouting match, you know, and kind of two guys with their walkers, you know, mm-hmm. and someone coming in with a folding chair. Look, the economy, outside of raising the corporate taxes to 28%, anything else? What about violence and riots in the cities? Yeah. Anything? Just stay out of the way? Right. Um, how about COVID? aside from Donald Trump being racist. Anything, anything specific. The only thing I can really remember is him saying that he didn't support the Green New Deal before he used the rest of his time defending it. And, of course, his <laughs> website does praise the Green New Deal, right. which, by the way, is a five-page bill that takes over the entire economy and all of your rights. So if you ever had any doubt as to who was pulling the strings with Joe Biden, as to who the puppeteers, it's it's the the, the Harrises, the AOC's, the squads of the world. And he was really veering to the social justice left. Outside of that, I don't think... Uh, I don't think Trump did a, a great job in giving Joe enough rope to hang himself. I, exactly Joe, right.
1: Right. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Joe s- just
4: needed to leave him alone with his
5: thoughts.
1: Yeah. And or, he can't find them. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I got it in here someplace. Uh, <laughs> Steven, uh, last night we were watching it and we were talking and I don't think people really understand and I'm going to. I have Cheryl Atkinson on uh, next hour, and she, we're going to talk about what the press is doing, and also what social media is doing, and preparing people for, uh, unbeknownst to them, of the silencing of voices once this election happens. If you disagree with the mainstream media, you're going to be silenced. How real do you think it is if this election goes awry? Your voice, my voice. Just not going to be able to get out.
4: Ooh, we, I don't know if we won't be they won't ban people like us and that's the thing people sort of like what the media people say well, Why don't you talk about Rachel Maddow? Listen, come on when you when you have an in open lesbian with the Princeton number three boys haircut out there talking about how <laughs> Donald Trump is Satan incarnate. That, that's the, right. I, I don't really have a I don't have any gripe with her She is who she is my issues with the lies by omission is by people trying right. to act objective and so my problem with social media is if they say well we're not going to ban we want all voices and then they change the rules and they do things behind the scenes that limit your reach something hilarious do you know i was do you know that i was fact checked early on in the covid pandemic because we had friends at origin maine who had made masks and uh, at this point the cdc was saying don't wear masks it's actually worse for you and i went on air i just said hey listen the truth is if you look at the science in these countries if you happen to be sick yourself or you feel the sniffles and you're working in close proximity with someone else this was before the lockdowns i said may not be a bad idea to use one of these cloth masks. It's not an N95 mask. It won't prevent you from from breathing in any actual respiratory droplets or any aerosols. But uh, yeah, if you feel sick, and we were fact-checked because at that point, they said masks are bad for you. these people are the (laughs) ones
1: in control. I know. The same thing happened with us. I said, if it doesn't work, then why are all the people in the hospital wearing them? If they don't work, of course, of course they work to some degree. Uh, Well, see,
4: your problem there, Glenn, is you're looking to medical uh, professionals who are actually serving patients as opposed to the experts like Fauci who haven't served a patient or taken care of anyone for four decades.
1: You have something coming up on Friday that I cannot I can't wait for. Uh, You are taking your show and you're going to uh, hold a Michigan rally on the steps of the state capitol. uh, And you're demanding what?
4: Well, we're going to have a hashtag, we're going to have a call to action for people, and we're going to have thousands of signs that Michiganders can put in their yard. Let me, let me kind of tell you where this comes from. I'm, a, I'm from Michigan. I was born in Detroit. I lived there for years. We only recently moved away from Michigan. We still have a home up there, a small home, a uh, cottage on a lake that we go to. I have a 97-year-old grandma in Michigan. I have several family members and uh, good friends who are nurses who, of course, have been laid off or furloughed in Michigan. And if I have to see one more god-awful sign that says, thank you, Governor Whitmer, for keeping... keeping... Keeping us safe. Let me be really clear here. The only leg that Governor Whitmer has to stand on in Michigan is that she locked everything down, irreparably destroyed the Michigan economy to keep people safe. She actually enacted policy that has directly led to the death of the most vulnerable citizens in Michigan—the the the sick and the elderly—and she has refused to give an account, to give a tally, and to be transparent about what kind of results her policies have created. What do you mean she's... We have re- some
1: information... What do you mean she's refused to give account...
4: Yeah, well, she gave out a count that said 34% of all deaths come from nursing homes. Uh, that's not even close. That comes from less than a tenth of the actual homes that are licensed in Michigan. And we have some numbers that we're, we're waiting to verify, Glenn. I don't want to speak out of turn. We should have them by Friday or not because the governor has said she doesn't have to respond to requests for information to which we're legally entitled because it's a pandemic. Oh, how convenient is that? Wow. But uh, th- there are some numbers here that are startling. Here, Here's the thing, too. It's going to be in Lansing. I should be clear here, probably if I'm going to be plugging it right october 2nd uh, on the state capitol steps at noon if you want to protect old people glenn if you and we all do this is the thing republicans want to protect the most vulnerable among us if you want to protect the sick you would do the exact opposite of what michigan has done what do i mean by that let's say you lock everything down is there any safer for an 80 year old two months from now when they come out no it's the exact same situation. You don't quarantine the healthy, you quarantine the sick. And instead, in Michigan, they quarantine the healthy. By governor's order, by the way. And Republicans presented a bill to stop this, and she vetoed it. But let's go through the first step. The governor quarantined the healthy, the entire state, while sending not old people back into nursing homes, right, who were sick, who went to the hospital, got COVID, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds who had COVID into nursing homes and adult foster homes and homes for the aged. Yeah, you saw that video of that, uh, I, I, I don't, the, the gentleman beating up the 85-year-old who eventually yeah, yeah. ended up killing himself? That's because the guy had COVID. So they sent the paranoid schizophrenic, who, by the way, his own dad said had no business being in a nursing home. And Governor Whitmer said, well, you know what? We have fail-safes in place that'll stop uh, these people from getting into, uh, I- into nursing homes and cross-contaminating. You couldn't stop a crip in the making from beating up Grandpa. Keep in mind, in these nursing homes, the class... Has been on the rise by like fifty two percent because old ladies get around slowly, literally, but figuratively, very quickly. <laughs> this is a problem. If they can't control that, how are you gonna stop people who go in there with COVID? It's the only state that I know of that has done it, and they have not given an actual account of what the death total is. It's not even close to thirty four percent. What they're, they're saying is
1: what it. they're saying is one thousand nine hundred forty seven nursing home residents and twenty staff members died of COVID nineteen. Those account for one one third of all virus deaths in Michigan. Is it worse okay, than me- that?
4: <laughs> Sorry, I sound evil because I'm thinking of Governor Whitmer. It's not even close, Glenn. It's not even close. That number comes from 442 nursing homes. There are over 4,000 currently active. Oh my gosh. And I thought, Glenn, I thought, now, to be clear, that's not even the worst part. They're comparing it to Indiana, to Illinois, to other states that have comparable rates, right? You go, oh, okay, it's somewhere around 30%. Those numbers, 30%, 32, 33, depending on the state of all deaths in these other states, come from nursing homes, assisted living facilities, homes for the aged, and adult foster homes. Governor Whitmer is including that 34% total of all Michigan deaths from 400 and 42 homes, and there are many, many thousands. You would have to assume there was not a single death in any of the others, and we're going to have some more official numbers on Friday. But it is, when I was looking into this, Glenn, I was saying, first off, it's my home state. It should be the best state in the Union. It's beautiful. The natural resources voted, uh, most beautiful national park, several years running, Sleeping Bear Dunes, and it has been brought to its knees by Wuhan Whitmer. So when I started looking into these numbers... (laughs) Thank you. When I started looking into these numbers, uh, I thought I must be wrong uh-huh. or this is really deeply evil. And, and then I had to say, why? Why would she do this? Like, what is the reason to send 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, non-nursing home patients into those homes with COVID? Well, here's the thing. Let's look back. Then, What did everyone say before this pandemic, Glenn? What do we have to do? We had to protect. We had to flatten the curve. Right, instead they flatlined grandpa. They said we had to flatten the curve. You know what they did? They said, look, 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 look. Our hospitals are not overburdened here in Michigan. Toss them in the old folks home. So Governor Whitmer can go out and claim that she flattened the curve because 25%, keep in mind, Glenn, 25% of all deaths in any given month come from nursing homes and assisted living facilities. So at that point in time, They can say, which was the most important, right? This was the most important point in their multi-pronged approach to fight COVID was flatten the curve. Well, they did flatten the curve in Michigan. You have record layoffs and furloughs for nurses. And instead we have a debt. We sent these sick people to nursing homes like a buzzsaw. I don't know how you justify it outside of optics. And now she wants to launch an investigation into President Trump for not doing enough with COVID. Okay, Governor Whitmer, you first. And you didn't not do enough. You did too much. You enacted policies that directly led to the death of American citizens. And anyway, If we're going to find common ground, Let's find common ground in the truth. You should have the far right, far left, and every centrist in between right now say, hey, you know what? We may not agree on the policy going forward. Even if I agree with a full lockdown, or I think we should reopen our economy, we certainly are entitled to knowing how many people actually died as a result of these policies. If you are not interested in that, you are not interested in the truth. And we are going to have signs that you can put up right next to those. Thank you, Whitmer, for keeping us safe, and I'm very happy with them. I want to hold this little authoritarian that could accountable. What what are the signs?
1: Backyard. What do the signs say? Can I? I'll, I'll, I it, you know what it has okay, to do, that's all with, right, has that's to do all with Whitmer. Okay, it has to all do with right, I'll, right.
4: I'll give you a hint. It's in Michigan,
1: and it has to do with Whitmer. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay. This rally is going to be noon on Friday, October 2nd, at the Michi- Michigan State Capitol in Lansing. Uh, I mean, I want to put one of the signs in my yard, and I live in Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, go if you are anywhere near Lansing. Go and see and, and uh, be with uh, Stephen Crowder to hold this, as he said, authoritarian wannabe, hold her feet to the fire. This if if those what you're saying, if you have the numbers and they are much, much worse, this is I mean, this is um, I mean, this is this is just slaughtering people. It's slaughtering yeah. people for poli- for political reasons. And what happened to trusting the experts? The experts said,
4: we can't handle these people in these homes. She said, sure you can. They said, no, we can't. And then you saw these deaths, and then you saw that video of that guy getting beaten up. They couldn't prevent a young, known, criminally insane person from beating up an old man. Mm. How do you think they're going to quarantine people in the same building, which they had no interest in doing?
1: All right, Uh, Stephen, thank you so much. Uh, He'll be there 11am Eastern Time uh, handing out signs, live streaming the rally on YouTube.com slash Crowder, also BlazeTV.com and Stephen's Facebook page. That is noon Eastern on Friday, the Michigan state Capitol in lansing oh my gosh cheryl atkinson is coming up in just a little while don jr is uh coming on in just a few minutes um i want to tell you about rough greens rough greens my dog last night met me outside at the door with his ball and he was like come on let's play it was midnight come on let's play he is a different dog He used to be a really, really picky eater. He wouldn't eat his food. He wouldn't gain weight. He was laying around all the time. And I honestly thought that that's the way he was because he was seven. And I thought, you know, the puppy's out of him. No, he is just like he was when he was three. It's unbelievable the difference that I've seen my dog uh, make the transition in the last six months. Feed your dog rough greens, not a food, it's a supplement. You put it on top of the food, whatever you're feeding him, and see the difference in your dog. I want you to go to roughgreens.com slash beck, roughgreens.com slash beck. Get a trial pack, 14 days, just make sure that he'll eat make sure he'll eat it. Our dogs love it. I mean, if we didn't put it on, they I think there would be they would join Antifa. And they would be uh, surrounding our homes. It's 833-GLEN-33. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F. Greens.com slash Beck. See the difference in your dog now. Rough Greens.com slash Beck.
2: This is the Glen Beck Program. You
1: know, the really frustrating thing uh, about last night and the debate was you didn't get any real answers. I mean... They weren't really talking about the things that the average person is afraid of. I thought Donald Trump did. I thought when when Joe Biden everybody said oh, I was very effective when he looked into the camera and said, you know, how many empty chairs are at your table? There were and this is not to mock the deaths of covid, but there are 200,000 people that died, many of them grandparents and nobody wants to lose their grandparent. But it's it's not 1918, for the love of Pete. And he said, he looked at how many people. Right, I get it. And people are concerned about that. But how many more people have an empty chair at their table because somebody has to take a second job if they can find one? How many people at that table are struggling to meet it uh, would make Ed's meat so they can put something on that table. That's what Donald Trump was talking about last night. I thought effectively when he was talking about covid opened the economy that appeals to more people than I'm going to keep you safe from a virus that unless you are a zombie Democrat. Y- you y- you have a handle on it. If you're a zombie Democrat, you think that it's it's horrible and it's it's 1918 or worse if you're a zombie republican then you're thinking that there's nothing most people are in the middle about 80 percent are saying this is something i don't know if we should have shut down the economy why, why can't we do you know why can't we protect the people who are most vulnerable and open our economy up because the cure is looking worse than the disease that's what most people are saying that wasn't the message from the biden camp that was the message from donald trump and that i think is what people are are interested in what's happening to my job and my children's future hey everybody knows paypal but did you know that they were teaming up with honey to save you money honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button. When it pops up a few seconds later, honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over 100 5 five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join slash back
2: this is the glenbeck program
0: Thank so, you so much, Hillary. You got home last night after a long night
1: of uh, debating. He is so funny. He is playing like he'll come up with a ball and he won't drop it sometimes. <laughs> I'm he'll talking about your up, dog, by the way. Yeah, he'll mm-hmm. come up with the ball and he'll just look at me and then I'll reach down to grab it and he'll pull it away and he'll walk away and then he'll come back. Yeah. I mean, he is. I've never seen him like that. That was midnight last night. Midnight. My, midnight. My dog Piper's the same way. It's like.
0: Do you want me to throw the ball for you or not? Stop <laughs> no. acting like you, you walk want, over here and then right. as soon as I grab,
1: reach for it, you turn your head yeah. and run away again. What is that? I don't even know. Uno never did that. Never did that. Really? Yeah, he would. I mean, I would have to go out and and get the ball and play with him to try mm-hmm. to get him to play with the ball. He's like a kid now, and mm-hmm. it's it's honestly it's because of rough greens. Uh, the changes I've seen in my dog over the last six months has has been remarkable. Remarkable i wouldn't have believed it if i hadn't seen it myself honestly uh first of all i wouldn't have believed that in the first couple of weeks that he would just gobble his food he did in the first day so i want you to try rough greens 14 day just make sure your dog will eat it um and and see if he's just gobbling it because i bet you they will um that's that's our experience with rough greens then you watch the way your dog is changing you watch over six months my dog is not the same dog Try it, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. Not a dog food, a supplement that has probiotics and all the stuff that they need for a healthy, healthy life. 833-GLEN-33 is the phone phone number or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Last night, I, I don't know what I would have done if I were Chris Wallace, other than, oh, I don't know, um, ask different questions. Uh, but that thing was completely out of control, completely out of control. And I, I, I'm watching him, and I don't, again, I don't know what I would have done, uh, because it requires everybody to work together, and nobody seemed interested in working together on that last night. Uh, but I was listening to the questions and the way they were phrased, and I thought, is there not an honest journalist out there? Is there not why? Why was the news about Bremer and Clinton uh, and Struck and Comey knowing, knowing that the Russians said that Hillary Clinton was screwing with the uh, election for Donald Trump? That they were doing a setup on Donald Trump. They knew that in, in, in June or July of 2016. Then in September, the intel from uh, Russia, they write to the FBI and say, you've got to investigate this. They knew about it. They even briefed the president on it. All of them knew, but I guess they just knew Hillary would never do something like that. So they never investigated it. How is a story like that not at least warrant one question? Because nobody's being honest, there is one honest journalist that I know. Her name is Cheryl Atkinson. She joins us now to talk about the presidential debate and, of course, the conspiracy about George Soros.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: I think Cheryl Atkinson is is just the best. Um, we'll get to her in sixty seconds. First, let me tell you about Simply Safe. Peace of mind is wa- worth its weight in gold. If you thought that was chaos last night, that's what we're all going to be living through. And, uh, you know, if you if you're one of those believe that you can placate the people on the left and the chaos will go away, you're out of your mind. Do you know what they would have done if if Joe Biden was actually asked to disavow Antifa and he did? Do you know what kind of chaos there would be today? Anyway, chaos is coming our way. Criminals, uh, crime is going up. You heard that stat as well. Why? Because there's no consequence on anything. And quite honestly, the police, rightfully so, are quitting. So what are you going to do? You have to defend yourself. You have to at least have a good security system on your home. And Simply Safe makes it really easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market. State-of-the-art equipment, round-the-clock monitoring... It's simply safe, and that's what makes them the first name in the business. And when you pair how simple it is to set up with the fact that you're going to pay 50 cents a day for monitoring, it's really a no brainer. They're also going to throw in a free HD security camera. You own the system, so when you get your system at simplysafebeck.com, you're going to get a free HD security camera. That's simplysafebeck.com. Go there now. Tonight on
3: Glenn TV, he showed you their contempt for democracy.
1: The left is done with regular U.S. presidential elections. He uncovered
3: their playbook steps for revolution.
1: I showed you financial relationships, matter. civil society 2.0, street activists, total U.S. funds.
3: Now, Glenn looks to the future and exposes the four scenarios Democrats have planned for November. Civil War, the left's election night war game.
1: Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. No. matter what you hear from anyone that is not a conspiracy theory this is proven i'm reading their own documents in their own words tonight at nine this is essential for you to understand tonight i'll show you the future what is it going to look like in just about a month from now Tonight, 9 o'clock, TV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Debates and you'll save 20%. Make sure you watch tonight. It's part three uh, of our uh, series on Civil War. Cheryl Ackeson is with us, investigative reporter, host of Full Measure, author of uh, Slanted. um, And it's uh, available now for pre-order. Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism. Boy, ain't that the truth. Hi, Cheryl. How are you?
6: I'm great, Glenn. How are you?
1: I ah, could be better. Uh, you know, <laughs> Could be a lot better. Uh, t- t- tell me, first of all, because we have some real meat to get in with you, but I'd, I'd like to hear your review of the presidential debate.
6: It was pretty much as expected. I don't know how you avoid that unless you're going to cut microphones when one or the other is talking. I just don't see how you control this sort of debate in that format. Um, Kind of as expected, I wrote in The Hill last week that don't believe the media clips that, you know, portrayed Biden as if he were a befuddled, confused old man, unable to Uh put two sentences together because I've been watching his appearances as well as Donald Trump's like I did in 2016 for the candidates. And Trump acted very much like he did in 2016 at the debate. So I don't think that was any surprise. Right. But um, did we learn a lot? Did we expect to learn a lot? um were minds changed i don't think so
1: i don't think so either and i think i don't think there's going to be another debate i think that uh it was so chaotic and everybody hated it so much and we didn't learn anything that i think it puts biden in a situation where he can say i am th- it was a disgrace it's beneath the office of president i'm not doing it again and i think i think he could get away with that
6: yeah if he does not want to if he feels like he you know, eked out an okay performance and let's leave it at that. If he's having any difficulties we don't know about, then I could absolutely see that happening. Again, going back to the microphone, the debate I would like to see, but you'd have to cut the other person's microphone. I'd like to have them each ask each other two questions at a time with, you know, a 30 second question, a one minute answer, a 30 second reply, just talking to each other. But obviously that requires some level of cooperation rather than the talking over one another.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cheryl, tell me, tell me what this election means uh, to America. For instance, last night, I, I, there was this moment where, uh, Donald Trump was talking about COVID and he said, people want the country to be open again. They want to go on with their lives. They want to go back to work and do their business. And Joe Biden just said, they want to be safe. And I thought that is really the choice here a big government that will make everything everybody's problems go away and keep you safe or i want to be free to do what i want to do what what is the real choice or what what does it mean this election
6: well i think you're right i have long argued that people's response to coronavirus tracks largely along the lines of their personality more than anything else there are people who are optimists and pessimists and hypochondriacs and People who don't worry and people who party in the face of disaster. I mean, there's just all kinds of reactions to stress and responses. And I think that more than anything, kind of dictates how we view, uh, you know, what's going on. But we are, for the reasons of coronavirus and the violence in cities, experiencing maybe the biggest cultural and social change going on in our country. In well, in my lifetime, I'm yeah. 58. I'm 59 years old. Yeah. Um, This means that what direction is it going to go? I think we have two very different, you know, ideas of how that goes when in terms of education. I don't think public education ever goes back to exactly what it was, uh, you know, after this coronavirus response. I think, um, you know, the workplace, obviously, with commuting and so on, but also the move from the cities to other places because of the violence and the, the you know, the problems that are happening and the ways that cities, certain cities are being run. So what direction does all of that take? I think Biden takes it in one very specific direction as a leader. And I think Trump takes it in another. And I used to say to myself, well, the president doesn't make all that much difference. He's there to four to eight years. The persistent bureaucracy runs the show by and large, not, not a whole lot changes, but I don't think that's the case now. And I think Trump not has either. mixed a lot of that up and, and that's, That's what's at stake.
1: Um, When we look at uh, the news of Hillary Clinton last night, well, first of all, before I get to that, one of the things that was that was asked but not answered and never came back to was, will you pack the courts? That's a really important question that affects everything. It was asked, but it wasn't answered.
6: What's the meaning of that? I think. I think that was. uh, I think the meaning of that is, well, I took it to mean yes he would, but I guess it could mean the opposite in fairness, and he just wouldn't want to say because there are elements who want to pack the court, and if he doesn't want to, maybe he doesn't want to say so up front. He doesn't want to say who he would put on the court. He doesn't want to release his list. I think those things, if Donald Trump were doing the same, you know, avoidance in those particular questions, he certainly would be called out in too much stronger degree. And pressed on, you know, I, I, one thing I was researching this morning was how many times Trump has condemned white supremacy oh. and racism. Because I can't find the article. I wish I'd have saved it. There was an article I ran across in the past year or two researching my book, Slanted. Mm-hmm. It showed probably, I think it was like 45 times he had explicitly, you know, in no uncertain terms, condemned these things and yet followed up by news reports the next day saying why does trump refuse to condemn white supremacy right and you know i I, it was i was surprised chris wallace asked it the way he did fair enough to bring it up if you want to because media matters with success has successfully tarred donald trump with that reputation since their effort in 2016 to do so but chris wallace i think if i were asking the question i would have said you have many times condemned white supremacy and racism, and yet there continue to be calls for you to do so. Will you do so here tonight? Like, at yeah. least acknowledge yeah. how many times he's done it. Because if you, if you Google it, news articles from formerly reputable news organizations continually insist he doesn't or he hasn't. And it's just, you know, factually incorrect. So how about the... This time, this time Chris Wallace isn't asking over and over... Right. You know the same questions of Biden. Although he did ask him about, he did touch upon, you know, condemning the Antifa violence with Biden.
1: Touched on it, but it wouldn't. Wouldn't a better question have been, you know, you have disavowed the white supremacists and the Klan. In fact, last week you ex- issued an executive order that named the Klan a terrorist gr- organization. But you also, yeah. you also uh, said Antifa was a terrorist organization. So will you denounce the Klan here? Was that your uh, another example of you denouncing the Klan? And Mr. Biden, will you now denounce Antifa and the Klan as well? Wouldn't that be fair?
6: Yeah, that's a good question. That's a fair question. And again, I was looking back. I see as, back, as far back as 2000 when Trump was being interviewed by Matt Lauer on NBC about his decision not to seek the Reform Party nomination for president. I didn't even know that was going on back in 2000. Um, Lauer asked why, and Trump answered, well, you've got David Duke, who just joined it, a bigot, a racist, a problem. I mean, this is not exactly the people you want in your party. I mean, he's, he's, he's been unequivocal about that when, many times when it's been raised, and then the press the very next time after this campaign started will, will say once again, why won't you denounce you know, white supremacists or David Duke or whatnot.
1: Uh, We're going to talk to Cheryl um, uh, in just a minute about what was released yesterday, the documents that were released that look really damning. I'd like to get her opinion on this Uh, and really uh, almost a footnote to the uh, mainstream media. But I think this says a lot of where we're headed if we don't clean this up. Uh, We're going to talk about that and also uh, conspiracy theories, especially the ones about George Soros. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org More Cheryl in 60 seconds. If you're looking to save money, if you're a homeowner, then you need to give mortgage consultants over at American Financing a call today. The interest rate you're paying on that house, if it's in the 4% range, even in the threes, you're paying too much. I know that sounds crazy, but you may be paying much more than you need to, even if you're in the 3% range. Mortgage rates are the lowest they've been in years, and smart people are taking advantage of that to save hundreds, even as much as $1,000 a month. The line is long and getting longer, and you don't know how long these rates are going to last. Hop into that line. The sooner you do, the sooner you're going to get to the front and imagine how your life will change, how you can pay your debts down even faster or at all. If you are consolidating or you are saving money on your your mortgage, American Financing, the people we've trusted for 10 years, Stu just got a mortgage with American Financing a couple of weeks ago. It's eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. 906 2440 800 AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Not only were the Russian officials aware of Hillary Clinton campaign, their plan to accuse Donald Trump of being a Russian asset. This is according to U.S. Uh, intelligence now. The authorities here, the U.S. intelligence authorities knew of Russia's knowledge of Clinton's plans. This is before they launched the investigation into the Trump campaign. It looks like this was a giant Set up at one point, Central Intelligence Agency Director John Brennan personally briefed Barack Obama and other top U.S. national security officials that Russia had assessed Hillary Clinton and, and she had approved a plan on July 26 to quote vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by Russian security services, according to Brennan's handwritten notes. This, what does this story tell you, Cheryl?
6: Well, it kind of puts the final punctuation on what we've seen come out over the last three and a half years. And I would say when I first heard some early reporting and leaks and theories about all of this, it sounded so far-fetched that this would actually be a plan hatched and paid for by Democrats in the Clinton campaign. But when you fill in the blanks, it's all there. It's pretty clear. And it's, it's pretty obvious. But as often is the case, the drip, drip of information has come out so slowly and been reported so piecemeal that people are acting like they're not very surprised or shocked, kind of like, well, we already knew that. You know, mm-hmm. there's been no giant wow, you know, moment on the part of the people who are reporting the news at large that say this is really one of the most incredible and biggest stories of our time.
1: I think this is possibly the biggest story of my lifetime when it comes to corruption in the government and if it's not corrected we have no chance of being a country of by and for the people
6: well and it's not been been corrected we still have an FBI director who has given false testimony repeatedly to Congress, claiming they're, falsely claiming there have been no 702 surveillance abuses, which I've outlined in great detail, all of the documented cases, let alone ones we don't know about. We have in my lawsuit for the spying on me, the Department of Justice still defending the guilty agents, even with a whistleblower admitting to being part of the campaign instead of apologizing and taking care of business. DOJ is defending the guilty agents and not looking at the forensics. So there's a lot that hasn't changed. in again, what I call the persistent bureaucracy that runs this country. And this is why 2016, I believe, happened, because when these signals Mm -hmm. were put out and when Edward Snowden revealed what was happening within the intelligence agency and when Michael Flynn was going to go in and take care of business, since none of that happened, it allowed these abuses to continue and they will until and unless it's cleaned up.
1: Do you think that the I mean, Trump seems frustrated that this stuff isn't isn't, you know, coming out and and being cleaned up. But he's really kind of in charge, isn't he? I mean, do you believe anybody is serious about really getting the, the leadership and cleaning these things out of our government?
6: I think you have to imagine what it would be like to know the things you believe, you know. And to want to change the things you want to change as president with maybe a couple of people in your circle that feel the same way you do and that you can trust. But pretty much nobody else who either feels that way or or they have some sort of conflict of interest or tie or they are there for a reason to keep you from doing certain things. And he was convinced very early on through this operation against him. And yeah. this was part of what I believe was the goal that he has to stay away from his own Department of Justice, unlike every other president, that he's not supposed to, you know, give them guidance and leadership on certain topics, which is not true. But they've scared him away from his own Justice Department, lest he be accused of interfering with it in some inappropriate way. And that's kept him marginalized to some degree. Jeff Sessions, I'm told by numerous sources, whispered in his own office when he met with some people, um, members of Congress, because he didn't trust the people in his own office who could be listening to him about certain things. And he was utterly Frozen and unable to do the things that he stated he wanted to do. If you can imagine this monster that's been built up, that is the bureaucracy for so many decades, you can you know attack a layer or two, but you don't know how deep it goes or how many people are on which side in the end. So it, it becomes very hard to accomplish in four years. Is it safe? Eight.
1: Is it safe to say uh, if you didn't believe in a deep state in 2016? Okay, but if you don't believe in a deep state now you are not paying any attention at all.
6: I think that's true. And I was one of those who thought the notion might have been somewhat exaggerated, not me having too. known what I know now. Yep. I had people tell me things I didn't report, but about meetings that took place that I couldn't verify with people and Department of Justice and other agencies actually having conference calls to conspire in ways that sounded unlikely and unbelievable at the time, that I now have no reason to think didn't happen because these sources have proven correct on so many other things. So, yes, I do. I I even had a guy tell me, Glenn, um, he says this was about two years ago, but he was emailing me about something else. And he said, there is a deep state. And I can tell you there is because I was part of it. And he worked at a high level in the State Department under um, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And I just thought that was interesting that he admitted it and used that term to describe the role that he felt he played
1: in a world of conspiracy theories how do we now separate conspiracy facts from conspiracy theories and we do that and we start with George Soros Cheryl Atkinson coming up in just a minute
2: this is the Glenn Beck program
1: Gary lives in California, and if that pain isn't bad enough, uh, he's 62 and been living with severe pain for several years. He tried all the usual stuff to get rid of it, but after a while, he just gave up. I can tell you from personal experience, if there's anything worse than being in pain that you're determined to beat is being in pain and then just going, there's nothing I can do. Well, one day, Gary heard about Relief Factor, probably from a handsome guy on the radio there. He hadn't tried anything in a while, had just been living with his pain. He decided, I'm going to give it a shot. What could it hurt? Within a few days, Gary said he started to notice that the pain was subsiding. Within a few weeks, it was gone. He got his life back. Relief Factor is not a drug. It's It's a... uh, it was developed by doctors, and it's a natural remedy that really reduces inflammation. I don't think Advil or you know ibuprofen ever works for me. I didn't think this would work for me, but it does. I've been taking it now, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, for three years, and I am better than I have been in 10 years. Go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com.
0: And make sure to check out blaze slash glen if you use the code glen debates and save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program uh, tonight the Fundamental Transformation, Part Three of our series on what is being planned by the radicals in America. And when I say radicals, I mean really by many of the Democrats. I'm going to take you through this, the real movement that is going to begin in about a month. Everything else has been a warm up. And it's not a conspiracy theory. I'm going to take you line by line from their own documents, in their own words, and show you the future they have planned. Tonight's show is critical, and it's a must-watch. It's about as much what must-watch as you can get. It'll be at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Blaze TV. Also, you can find it on Pluto. If you are not a Blaze TV subscriber, please consider subscribing. Uh, you can use the promo code Glenn Debates. You get 20% off or twenty dollars off your subscription. That's Blaze TV promo code Glenn Debates. Please join us tonight. Don't miss this episode. Uh, all right Cheryl Atkinson is with us and Cheryl uh, this is going to be called a conspiracy theory. Uh I'm sure you're aware of the uh the transition uh group that the the uh, left has put together that is they're plotting different scenarios uh on on really how to throw the country into chaos uh and how to negotiate a win for Joe Biden by in their own words, encouraging uh, Washington, Oregon, and California to secede.
6: Well, I don't think that's going to happen, and I think some people would welcome that if it did, by the way. (laughs) But I I do think, well, you know, Lanny Davis got on Twitter the other day and said, this is former, or the current, I guess, Hillary Clinton confidant friend, Mm -hmm. and said something like, New York, California, we ought to just, we're going to leave. And a lot of people tweeted back, like, please be my guest. How soon can you go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
5: know. Um,
6: but, but I, I agree that, that, you know, I, I heard again in 2016, something that some of my contacts on the right were saying was that the left accuses us, they mean the yep. right of doing everything that they did. And I just thought, I kind of chuckled like, oh, that's kind of a funny saying, but I didn't really think of it as literally true until now you look at their refusal to accept the outcome of the election, which Mm -hmm. they're, you know, accused Trump of Mm -hmm. doing in 2016 and now again in 2020. And then I get chills when I think about Ukraine, accusing Trump of interfering with Ukraine when they knew some months before that this was probably going to come up Yep, because of what Biden and his family had been involved in, which was exactly what they accused Trump of doing, only their their deeds were documented and acknowledged versus the sort of accusations, the generic accusations that turn out not to be true against Trump, although he was impeached for it. And yeah, I just go back to this, the friend who said that, and I'm like, you're kind, you're kind of right, you're proving yeah. right. So when they say something, a lot of times it makes me now think, okay, what have they done that they may be trying to deflect from or what are we going to learn You know, that, that they did do?
1: When I was uncovering the Tides Foundation back in 2008 and George Soros, that's what I told my team. They will self-diagnose whatever they accuse us of they're doing uh, because you yeah. recognize disease in people because of you. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, they're probably doing this because that's the way you behave and they can't help themselves. They always self-diagnose. This is what's happening. Uh, but it's actually happening on their side. Usually um, the uh, the New York Times. Let me see if I can find this came out uh, today uh, or this was yesterday about disinformation in the 2020 presidential election. And they say election misinformation. The the biggest category of election misinformation uh, is the mail in ballots that there's going to be a problem with the mail-in ballots and the other one is uh george soros the investor and democratic uh donor there's so much misinformation about him we continue to get flagged all the time when i when i say things like george soros is investing in district attorneys and he is trying to change things by changing the system from within at the local and the state level. That's all proven. How is that a conspiracy theory?
6: Agreed, because if you don't dig in the way you have, it sounds crazy. It sounds far-fetched and I thought so too. You know, at one time before I looked at some of the details. And most people don't have time to look into it and they can't believe that stuff you know the stuff can be connected or how it's connected i mean the mail-in ballots and i wrote about this at length and slanted how can the media fact check in advance the future you had people fact checking as false donald trump's prediction that there would be fraud with the mail-in ballots and i'm like how do you how do you false fact check something that hasn't occurred yet but you have no idea what what's going to happen right and then you you follow the money um and you find out that you know the fact checks Let's say in the case of Google doing a fact check mm-hmm. or, you know, taking down information and they're owned by Alphabet, which is one of the biggest contributors to Joe Biden's campaign. When you look at, you know, employees by company right. and they were the biggest contributor to Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, I believe, and or one of the biggest in 2016. And then you start looking at all the fact checks. And this is, again, sounds conspiratorial. So I looked into it for an article I wrote for Real Clear Investigations so many fact checkers and particularly the board at the supposedly independent board at Facebook (laughs) have connections to Soros groups. Oh yeah. I I started getting chills when I looked, I'm just like, ah, maybe a couple of these people will have links to Soros. One works directly for the Soros organization. And I think all but one or two out of, you know, more than a dozen had worked with these groups. He's founded and funded or paid for or gotten money. It's just,
1: there's so
6: much money out there, the odds are that if you're looking at any kind of advocacy on the progressive side, it's been touched by money from a Soros group.
1: And what is, what, what is your opinion on Soros? Why does he do it? People say to me all the time, he's a capitalist, he's a rich guy. Why would he want to destroy capitalism, the free market system? Why would he want to do these things?
6: I don't know. I can only assume, and I just don't know that he's a real believer in these causes. But it seems like the way he funds a lot of them, he's giving away his fortune. He's doing something that's not benefiting himself financially in a direct sense. So he must believe in it. But it does tend to be disruptive in terms of a chaotic, th- sort of throwing chaos into the mix, trying to um, it creates confrontation, the types of groups and the causes that he takes on and the way that he takes them on. My objection is not so much with him because what he's doing appears to be perfectly legal, but it's so successful in a sneaky way of getting the media, I blame us, to report things a certain way and not scratch beyond the surface and to pretend that mm-hmm. things that we see are you know, majority opinion because somebody says it is or because they want us to think we all should feel a certain way. The media is not doing a good job at sorting through these ties so that we can at least give information in a neutral sense and with context and not just pick up these narratives that are being pushed out by big money interests in these second and third hand ways that people are completely unaware of.
1: Let me go back to the um, story in the New York times and ask you what it means. Uh, the the story in the New York times is about uh, how misinformation, false misleading information about This election has got to be curbed. And I'm going to give you the the leading categories mentions. This is from The New York Times mentions absentee voting or ballots such as the false idea that it is an unreliable way to vote. That's their first uh, misinformation. Is is that even close to true that it's not an unreliable way to vote when you're throwing away sometimes up as much as. 30% 30% of the ballots?
6: Well, certainly they're not in a position to state as if it's a fact that they've somehow disproven or established that it's, you know, not an unreliable way to vote or that they're saying it's completely reliable. They can't, this is my problem with the fact checks. That's not really a fact check. That's an opinion Yeah. A prediction. That's a claim that they're making, but they're presenting it as if it's a founded fact. And And then I look at the big picture. How many things have the New York Times been wrong about? You can go look at my, media mistakes in the era of Trump and see how many times they're on the list for completely false information and reporting, whether by accident or on purpose, doesn't matter. But then they want to be the arbiters of misinformation for the 2020 ballot issue.
1: Number two, they say is misinformation, mentions of voter fraud, such as mentions of misleading stories about criminal conduct involving mail-in ballots.
6: Uh, Well, you know, if there's criminal conduct, and there has been, I've been tracking some of those stories. Again, this is a new notion of fact-checking, the idea that you shouldn't, and this is very Orwellian, that we should be censoring facts off the top, even when true, because we don't want people to conclude a certain thing about the facts they hear. That's just crazy. That's just not, you know, facts are facts, and you're not supposed to, like, shape and curb them or claim that they're somehow illegitimate if they're true just because you don't like the outcome or what people might conclude from them but that's quite the trend
1: so the the book that comes out around christmas time or thanksgiving um the the sub headline is how the news media taught us to love censorship and hate journalism we're in real trouble cheryl if we can't get the facts out and if the public square facebook uh, google everything else shuts people like you or discredits people like you or even me if we can't have opinions and and a different look at different facts that are not being reported and we have the documents we're over
6: we're over well that's that's my biggest concern and i agree that even you know i've had pieces of mine that are completely 100 percent factually supported no opinion no conjecture in it on my part both sides represented, fair, not controversial, flagged as fake on Facebook by, it turns out, people that are conflicted, if you, if you can even find out who's doing their fact checks, they're people yeah. connected to the story. And I, I worry, as I say in slanted, that in, in the dist- not too distant future, like my child will hearken back to her kids that there was a time when you could get all kinds of unfittered information on the internet, because we're re- reaching a time where you can't. And you won't be able to search and come up with true information about topics you care about because someone will have decided off the top, you know, in the beginning when they were saying, don't wear masks, that's all you would have been able to find because Google made a partnership with the World Health Organization to direct your searches to who and who was wrong Mm -hmm. by their own admission if, you know, today, if you want to take their word for it. So they're deciding to direct you, these third parties, corporate and political interests, To information they want you to see and they're keeping you away from what may be true information they don't want you to see think about that you know it's it's very frightening
1: is there is there free speech if if your voice my voice others are relegated to our own websites uh and we cannot advertise or put anything out into the public square do we really have free speech in america
6: it's a good question. And I, I'm kind of redefining censorship. People say, well, you're talking about censorship, but those are social media companies and it's the news. And I'm arguing they're so inextricably tied now to government. For example, when yes. Adam Schiff can call Facebook and say, take down this story on vaccine safety, because whoever I'm assuming pays him or donates to him doesn't like it. And then Facebook does it. I think that's, you know, That becomes government censorship reaches into a whole new definition, and I I think that's what we're seeing. And if if this isn't dialed back, there may be some people who are perfectly happy to have their news curated and their information sorted through, but obviously they're not thinking down the road of, well, someday it's not going to be the people you want to do it who are doing it. You know, just think about the consequences once you open the door, the slippery slope to allowing people to tell you what you ought to see and think versus you being able to decide for yourself if you'd like to
1: cheryl thank you so much always great to talk to you appreciate it thanks glenn that's uh, cheryl atkinson uh the name of her book it's out for a pre-order we'll have her on to talk about her book sometime um uh, but it's uh, called slanted and you could order it now she is she is somebody used to be on 60 minutes i mean is an actual journalist who's telling the truth uh, it's great to have her on rec tech uh you know, the heat here in Texas uh, stops me from uh, going outside. Uh, it has made me use the rec tech and the, uh, the grill that I have uh, with the smart grill technology and the app on my phone uh, or my wife's phone because I don't have a phone, but we can, we can uh, cook from inside. We never have to go outside in the, in the blazing heat. In about a month or two, it'll start to be cool in Texas, uh, and I love grilling outside I love it when there's just a nip in the air and you can grill I grill even in the winter but I used to have to stand out in the snow and do it You don't have to anymore. You can control the whole thing with a smart grill technology with a Rectech grill. It's sleek. It's beautiful. It is made with heavy stainless steel. It is it's really built to last unlike any other grill I've ever seen. I want you to do your homework. Go and look for the best grill you can find. Then go and look at Rectech.com and compare. You will see it's in a category all by itself because they cannot cut out the middleman so they can. Put more money into the actual grill. It's rectech, R E C T E Q dot com. That's rectech dot com. Go visit it now, look at their grills and compare them. You're going to find rectech. It's sturdy, it's smart, it's dinner time. It's the uh, Glenn Beck program. Welcome. We have uh, Don Junior coming up in just a second. Stu and I were just off there talking about the uh, talking about the debate and how it went last night. Uh, it was just chaos, absolute chaos, and unfortunately, that's all the media is talking about now is the chaos, and they are not correcting the massive lies of uh, joe biden i am so frustrated that they did not force him to a-
0: answer the question about packing the court and ending the, ending the filibuster that's huge. what are you talking about you don't want to answer it it's a debate well it- but no, this- no no no
1: it- i know you'll have an answer to this no 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 he he didn't want to answer because whatever his answer is mm. that'll be controversial
0: well it wouldn't be controversial if he said no we're not going to change it
1: well, We're not going to pack the court It would be with people like Antifa yeah, Right yeah. and that's the answer
0: right I mean exactly. the, the, the answer is he is going to do it uh, If he feels like he can And that is what the answer is But wait a minute when did we get to this point Where the presidential candidates just don't have to answer
1: questions During debates If, uh, if you're looking to buy or sell a house real estate agents i is a great place to find the right real estate agent is what we've done is we have gone out and we've looked at the best practices of real estate uh, agents because there is a real difference you know oh my son is uh, trying to be a real estate he does it part-time yeah that's not a good real estate agent You want somebody with a long track record who really knows how to negotiate on both ends. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Find your real estate agent in your area that's the best at what they do. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Find the right person fast. realestateagentsitrust.com. I don't want to waste a second. I want to spend them all with Don Trump Jr. He's on in 60 seconds.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: All right. If you want a great shave, shave secret. I don't know why it's a secret. It shouldn't be a secret. Uh, I guess it's a secret because, you know, all the, you know, the, the Gillette's of the world who, by the way, was an evil progressive, but that's a different story. Uh, The uh, Gillettes of the world decided to uh, bilk you of all your cash that you didn't need. Shave Secret is a, a, a proprietary blend of essential oils. And so you put like three drops on your palm and you rub it into your face or ladies, your legs. It smells really great. It'll give you the best, closest shave. The The razor just glides over your face. If you have a problem with razor burn or anything like that, this really helps. It's really a great product and it's inexpensive. It is called... Shave Secret. Won't be a secret anymore once you try it. Regionally, you can find it at HEB and Wegmans. Also, find it in Walmart and at Amazon. But you can go to shavesecret.com, get it right from them, and you'll save 10% if you use the promo code Beck. It's shavesecret.com. Tonight
3: on Glenn TV, he showed you their contempt for democracy. The left
1: is done with regular U.S. presidential elections. He uncovered their
3: playbook steps for revolution.
1: I showed you a financial relationship. Lives Matter. Civil Society 2.0. Street activists. Donald U.S. Funds.
3: Now, Glenn looks to the future and exposes the four scenarios Democrats have planned for November. Civil War. The left's election night war game. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn.
1: Donald Trump Jr. joins us now to give us his thought of the... uh, uh, the debate last night. And Don, I I don't know why your uh, father won't answer for the 847th time why, uh, you know, why, how bad the KKK is. I mean, he did issue an executive order last week saying that they were a terrorist group. But why are you holding Klan rallies in the White House?
7: Hey, I mean, Glenn, <laughs> you, you just can't make it up anymore. I, I he literally, And by the way, he answered this, the question twice. I know. He uh, last night, the problem is they weren't talking about that. They were talking about Antifa. So I think he was trying to figure out what the heck he's even talking about. Joe Biden doesn't have to denounce Antifa. He can pretend, you know, it's an, it's an idea, Glenn. It's an idea that magically burned down half the cities in this country that are looting and rioting, that are literally killing people. You know, it, it, It's an idea. Like, this is the double standard by which we go again. So Donald Trump can literally call the KKK a terrorist organization. Donald Trump can actually do things to fix the African-American community, like prison reform, opportunity zones. Joe Biden gets to talk about it for 50 years, not do anything have his own vice presidential candidate essentially call him a racist during the debates, be friends with the biggest segregationists in the world, push for crime bills that destroyed so many in the African-American community. But but it's Donald Trump. I mean, this is sort of the, the, the insanity that that Chris Wallace wouldn't push back on a question tell Joe Biden to denounce Antifa. I mean, they've waited six months to denounce Antifa, but no one talks about it, and that's the problem. That's why Donald right. Trump needs to be out there, needs to be that aggressive. You know, it's not the tone we'd all love. We we get that. We, we this is, but when you're up against that sort of onslaught, it's insane. I mean, when we last spoke, I talked about it a little bit, but like, it's actually very personal to me because these ass you know, clowns, you spent three years trying to throw me in jail. You know, they they tried to say that I was colluding with Russia and doing it, but now we hear that Hunter Biden is actually that guy. There's treasury wires that confirm that Hunter Biden took money from a known associate of Vladimir Putin, the wealthiest woman in Russia. Guess what? You don't become the wealthiest woman in Russia without associations with Vladimir Putin. And they won't talk about it. This is the dream, Glenn, that if I'd have done it, this is what they were looking this for. This is for what years.
1: They, This is everything uh, and, and they that they Everything that they accused you, your family, your father of, they themselves have done. Hillary Clinton, the news came out yesterday that Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, Comey, uh, Bremer, who else was involved? Peter Strzok. They all knew. Peter Strzok, Page, McCabe. They
7: all knew. They all lied about it. The ones that actually didn't lie about it before Congress still went on TV for two years after their sworn congressional testimony saying exactly the opposite. You know, because they can get away with it. And that's the problem. So when people are like, well, he's very aggressive. I was like, he has to be. Look at the hypocrisy he's had to deal with. I mean, Hunter Biden has now a tie, a direct tie to Vladimir Putin and Russia. And you don't think they would use that over crackhead Hunter? Like, you don't think that we need leverage over Joe Biden uh, later on in life? You know, same with China. You know, yes, no one's ever heard of Hunter Biden. He's never been an investor. He's never done any of those things. The Chinese government just gave him a billion dollars because, you know, they thought he was going to be really good. Come on, man. Like, that's, it's insane.
1: <laughs> you it's insane. Like using, I love we the, can't talk about it. You're using the uh, Biden. Come on, man. Come on, oh, man. man. I mean, that's,
7: that's his answer for everything. So
1: he wasn't pushed on any policies.
7: He didn't have to articulate it. <laughs> and he's able to say he doesn't support the Green New Deal, even though it's on his web page. Uh, and he gets the best of all worlds. Then Chris Wallace you know, lets him speak for two minutes. But the problem with that, they're like, they're like well, Trump interrupted him. I'm like, you can't let the guy lie. Like just things that are just demonstrably false. Uh, he, he denied that Hunter Biden got those payments. Uh, he said it all above board. He denied that he had the thing that he's on videotape, essentially bribing Ukraine with aid. I mean, he, he, lie after lie after lie for minutes. And my father's not supposed to get involved, he's not supposed to interrupt. And then when it's done, well, sir, you already had your chance to answer that question. It's like, well, I'm not supposed to retort to just never ending lies. And that's been the story of this presidency. The media has chosen... To be the marketing arm of the Democrat Party. And Chris Wallace is no different. Everyone's always oh, from Fox. It's like, if anyone really believe Chris Wallace is a conservative, like, give me a
1: break. Right. Uh, you know, I, I saw last night and I thought this was the choice in front of America. They were talking about covid and Biden was talking about masks and safety. And your dad was talking about opening the country up, trusting people yeah. with with to make the right decision and open things up. And at one point, your dad said people want their life back. They want to re- be able to live yeah. their life. And Biden immediately after said they want to be safe. And I thought, that's really the argument here. A big government that keeps you safe from everything except for them uh, and yeah. freedom. That's the deal. Well, but what, what's what's safe,
7: Glenn, when your business goes out, uh, when, when you, you lose your job because you, you, the company that employs you can't stay in business because of an artificial mandate that's ridiculous. You've seen Florida and conservative states have treated it differently. They have less death rate than New York, which went a much more extreme lockdown while destroying businesses. But the real problem is the left doesn't care if they destroy your business. You may become dependent on big government. That's a win for them in the long run. If you're independent, if you're successful, if you don't need big government, like the left, all it doesn't offer you all that much. So that's part of the problem, this notion that, you know, well, we're going to keep you safe. Well, I don't know, Andrew Cuomo didn't keep New York safe, and he destroyed the economy. Ron DeSantis down in Florida, a Republican governor, has an older population, a larger population, a fraction of the death rate, uh, and he didn't destroy the economy. When they talk about the economic numbers and the rebound there, Glenn, Well, the economy is doing pretty good. They've rebounded like never before. They don't even talk about that. Well, how about New York, California, Michigan, Pennsylvania, major states? They're not even back into the economy yet. And it's already doing well because Donald Trump built a fundamentally great economy. The fundamentals are there. These guys would love to shut them down forever. It's ridiculous. And by the way, they don't even talk about the notion of when you lose your job, when you lose your home because you can't go to your job, when you end up in a divorce, when you start drinking heavily and taking drugs and the suicide rate that ensues. They don't talk about that. This never-ending shutdown policy for nothing would probably do much more damage than anything COVID would do at
1: this point. I, I will tell you, your father answered that question, I thought, perfectly, perfectly, Um, stop with this fake you know uh, is there somebody at your table that you know is missing a chair or whatever the hell he was and your father put compassion in its rightful place yes we care about those people but what about everyone else whose life has been destroyed um let me uh, let me ask you about um accepting the uh the election In, in my opinion i think most americans like the peaceful transfer of power, your father pointed out, there wasn't a peaceful transfer of power. For the first time under Obama, they were attacking him and plotting against him, and now we have the evidence. Um, but yeah. we want a trans, we want a, a peaceful, and I will accept what the people vote for as long as it's not dirty. And I've actually I, heard I people agree 100%. say, 100%. percent." I've heard people say, "Hey, Nixon walked away even though he knew it was dirty in Chicago." Well. Uh, and what's your point if it's dirty it's got to stop and i'm not i Correct. won't on this at this point i won't accept something that's dirty unless the american people want to choose that then god help us all
7: but uh i i agree with you 100 i mean all, all we want is a fair election but you see what's going on you saw what was going on in pennsylvania and the magical ballots all of a sudden disappearing Uh, You know, they they try to conflate the issue of absentee voting in states that have been doing it for years with a new, brand new system in a state that's never done it, where they're going to send out 360 million ballots to every American in the world. I hope that someone's honest. The Democrats are now pushing to make sure that the signature does not have to match. So the signature on the ballot doesn't have to match the registered voter who's apparently voting that way. I mean, Glenn, can you give me one possible reason why the signature wouldn't have to match unless you were planning on cheating? Of course not. So we want free and fair elections, but that's not what the Democrats want. It's not what they're doing. And the problem is, in many of these states, the Republicans sort of roll over uh, to their asinine rules that will allow them to create a system in which they cheat. I mean, look at just what's going on uh, in the last couple of days with uh, James O'Keefe and what he broke with Project Veritas. Um, on the stuff in Minnesota on yeah, Omar's
1: district. Did you hear I mean, they, that? The, they
7: have videotape of people buying ballots.
1: But you the New York Times reported today that that was a setup, that that didn't show anything illegal. That's the New York Times yeah. today.
7: It, it, it's a setup. The guy's saying, I'll sell you the ballots for $200, and you can fill them out how you want. That's a setup. I, you know that That's like Nancy Pelosi saying the hair salon set her up. Uh, guess what? If, if you're able to get up, if you're number three in line for the nuclear codes, and you're set up by your hair salon, maybe we should rethink your position in government (laughs) it's it's ridiculous but that's the problem the democrats can say that and it's like oh 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 oh, it's a setup oh wonderful everyone toes the line everyone buys the sound bites like i said i if i had done a fraction of what hunter biden did i'd be sitting in jail right now calling you from a payphone feeding quarters from Riker. right and your father would your father would
1: be impeached your father would be impeached. 100%. Yeah.
7: 100%. And prob- and rightfully so, by yeah. the
1: way. Impeached if, and removed was, from office. If I was yeah.
7: raking in money from foreign governments with money tied to child trafficking and prostitution rings, I mean, this is real. And Joe Biden can get on stage. Oh, that's been debunked.
1: Nothing, no, it hasn't.
7: There's a wire from the U.S. Treasury, Joe. But again, Chris Wallace doesn't say that. No. Nope. He doesn't question it. You know how many people in media are talking about it today? Zero. Now, that didn't stop them from lying about me for three and a half years, running all sorts of wild conspiracy theories. CNN was doing it every day. I was in direct cahoots with Russia. I was a real estate guy before we got into politics. It's what I did. I looked at a deal. I took a meeting with someone who I looked at a deal with in the past. That's what you do. It's called maintaining relationships. Someone said, hey, can you take a meeting with my friend? Sure, you do it. Okay. Hunter Biden is taking money from a Putin associate. $3.5 million. For what services? What exactly is it that Hunter does? and knows about russia what is it that he knew about energy in, in the ukraine to get you know 100 grand a month uh, in fees for a no-show job in a business he doesn't know anything about and a language he doesn't speak please because i want some of these jobs glenn i just have a feeling if i had these jobs i'd actually pay bigly for
1: it. um let me <laughs> uh i think america america feels like we're going to war with each other uh, and there's just this impasse. And it's because we're not talking about real things like real corruption and real yeah. fairness Um we're, we're being told that America is a racist nation. White people were born bad and they'll always be bad. All this stuff that is just absolutely yeah. anti-Christian, anti-Christ in a way, uh, and just destructive lies. They um we're going down this path tonight. I'm doing a special on their war game. I'm I'm reading their words, their own words, where they are talking about secession as one of the options. If you're the, the label is if it's a clear Trump victory, what do we do? And it's a whole a whole war game of the chaos that they're going to cause after election night. I mean are
7: you... well I, that seems to be their plan. I mean you know they, they don't have a ground game they're not knocking on doors they're not trying to be out there. they're staffing up legal teams uh, to challenge this later on, but that should be no surprise they've been doing it to Donald Trump for four years they haven't accepted the results of the 2016 election yet uh you know that's becoming more and more clear again now that we know it's the other side doing it uh all, all of a sudden there's no interest uh you know in in that knowledge, but does this surprise you at all? The reality is this like they uh, they they talking last night about results. Joe Biden's been there for 47 years. I can't name a single accomplishment of his other than shipping jobs to China. He was really good at that, destroying the American middle class and getting his family rich. But those aren't good things for America. You know, Donald Trump, whether people like his attitude or not, he has resolve. He gets things done. That's why we have peace in the Middle East.
1: Another thing not even brought up. In the Middle East. (laughs) Another another thing not even brought up.
7: Because it's positive for Trump. How about ending the endless wars? Because a couple of generals want to end up on the board of Raytheon in a couple years. Hey, you know what? I'll send your kids to die in Afghanistan for another 30 freaking years. Like, that's their plan. I've been in the room with my father, when he's like, okay, guys, tell us why we're still there, please. Well, sir, it's complicated. Okay, well, I'm the president. It's kind of a big deal. Like, tell me. Well, um, huh. Well, you know, the thing. It, it's asinine. They they want to be on the board of Raytheon so they can you know stay in the war so you can make missiles and that's how you get your board seat and your retirement package that's what it is so Donald Trump has the guts to take on the military industrial you know, establishment the establishment from both sides that is all part of that you know never ending game when our own generals can't articulate why we're in wars for twenty five years that's problematic and Donald Trump is the first guy to actually push back uh, and get those things done why is Donald Trump the first guy funding you know the task forces To prevent human trafficking and and the child sex uh, trade that the Democrats seem almost in favor of at this point, when I'm looking at what's going on with cuties and all of this nonsense, they're literally normalizing pedophilia, Glenn. This is the evil of the other side. I mean, I I came out against it really strongly. Now, I usually do that, so I'm I'm pretty much all in on any issue that I I take up. And I figured, you know what, even in 2020, even with the divisiveness, you know what, this is an issue every American can agree. agree on. Turns out I was wrong, right <laughs> turns out I was wrong. I had blue checkmark twitter, liberal twitter trying to cancel me for being anti pedophilia now they're fine with anti fa which is not anti fa at all it's just fa right it's they're they're <laughs> yeah. their, their actual fa i mean they're literally you know taking every page out of the fascist playbook from the forties and, and running with it and they but by calling themselves anti fa i guess Uh, people are dumb enough to believe it and the media will run with it as though that's the gospel too. But, but I mean, think about it. i am canceled by blue checkmark Twitter for being anti-pedophile and and the left is normalizing. No one's asked Susan Rice, why she's on the board of Netflix and what her opinion is on this. I don't know what her qualification is, presumably none, other than she's an Obama lackey. So that's the payoff uh, for being Obama. No one's asking Obama who's getting a hundred million dollars from Netflix. uh, If he's okay with this and thinks this is normal type behavior. Uh, that's what we're up against, right. and you know th- that's why I appreciate. Again, I know that it doesn't always rub people the right way, and I know you had issues with it in the past. But I think you would sort of understand now the, the no, What that Donald Trump faces every day, which sort of is do. why why yeah. he has to fight back hard. He's the only conservative actually fighting that way yeah. in government. You know, there's guys like us that are loud and vocal, but he's a guy that's actually a decision maker. Most of our guys, the second you have any sort of adversity up, oh, they tuck tail and run. Okay. They uh, roll over and die, mostly because the other side would like you to. I and mean, that's not the way we fight.
1: Don, Don, I hate to cut you off, but uh, I have to. We have network uh, responsibilities. Thank you for being on. I understand. By the way, thank your father for everything he's doing on uh, the sex crimes against children. It, it, He is remarkable on that. Nobody's talking about it. He He's done remarkable God's work on that, and thank him for that, William.
7: I'll, I'll do that. I appreciate it, and make sure everyone you know, everyone else that you can get understands it because it's such a big issue. It's, yeah. it's actually probably the thing I get the most applause with. Yeah, uh, when, when I'm on the road, and and again, so few people cover it, and I just sort of wonder why no one in government. Why didn't Obama? Buy? I mean, this, yeah. is, this is a problem is all so, this time yep uh, and no one will address it until Donald Trump did so thank you very much it's getting done finally god
1: bless thank you so much Donald Trump jr. Uh, gold line let me tell you 74 percent of hotels are gonna lay off more workers without another congressional stimulus deal that's not a healthy economic picture um, Walt Disney World is laying off what is it 30,000 people at their parks this is this is not good Especially if we are entering a, uh, a world where Donald Trump is not the president. Uh, may I r- recommend you call Goldline right now. Uh, Goldline is giving you a special offer free silver with every MS-62 $5 Liberty Coin order. A great way to pick up some silver along with your gold. I think gold is going to get so high right now. I think it was Goldman Sachs that said yesterday, Now's the time to buy gold because it's starting to go down. It's got a little dip. Grab it because it's it's going to go up. The special ends Friday. Every MS62 $5 Liberty gold coin that you order, you get an extra free silver coin with it. The sale ends on Friday, 866 Goldline, 866 Goldline or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I could have spent some more time with him. Uh, There's a lot to talk to him about. Yeah, his new book is uh, Liberal
0: Privilege, Joe Biden and the Democrats' Defense of the Indefensible. Mm. And it's
1: uh, out now in stores. Um, Tonight... We're going to be covering part three. This is the last episode on Civil War. Everybody can talk about what's happened in the past, what uh, happened last night. Tonight at 9 p.m. only on BlazeTV.com and Pluto, I will show you what's coming in the future. Not my words, not anything I strung together. I'm going to use their words, their war games, what they on the left and the Democrats are plotting and planning The destruction of america and the constitution the final chapter of the fundamental transformation don't miss it tonight at 9 p.m this
2: is the glenn beck program
1: leftist corporations like verizon have empowered radicals to tear our country apart by funding their efforts most recently sending 10 million dollars to al sharpton and others like him if that's what you if that's what you believe in, great. Then stay with Verizon. Give them your money. I don't want any of my money going to Verizon. I don't want my money going to anybody who is supporting Planned Parenthood. That is supporting you know critical race theory. That that's that's not how we can all get along. That's how we can tear each other apart. Patriot Mobile shares those values. They're not going to send your hard-earned money to aid the destruction of America. In fact, they take their money, are some of their profits, and they work for conservative causes, not against them. You're going to get the same nationwide service. Everybody's on the same cell tower. And support a company that loves America, supports your values, and supports our police. You know, we keep wondering where those corporations are. Here's one. Switch. PatriotMobile.com patriotmobile.com slash Beck or 972 Patriot you can save right now patriotmobile.com slash Beck
0: and don't miss the special tonight Glenn's been talking about it today you you don't want to miss it tonight it's uh, 9pm Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn
1: this is the Glenn Beck program. What, what are you most concerned about? What are the things that will solve this? Last night we watched a debate. Nothing's, nothing was solved there. Nothing. Nothing. No minds were changed. What is it that we are really, when we feel we're losing our country, people on both sides, when they f- we feel like we're in this, what will solve that? What will solve that is agreeing on principles, and principles are universal. They're not white European principles or black African principles. They're universal principles. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that all men are created equal, all of those things. Those are principles, American principles, that sometimes we fall down on. But right now there's a movement through the 1619 Project to get rid of all of that. It's in our schools through critical race theory. That's all Marxism. That is to change who we are fundamentally. If we lose that, we lose. And I have to tell you, I've been saying this for a while. I don't know. Has anything changed? Maybe. Maybe some people have taken their children and taught their children and raised their children in the right way. Hopefully. I know I've tried. I don't know if I've succeeded, but I've tried. The culture. But how do you do it when the school is teaching poison? If you feel like you can't make an impact, I want you to know today you can make a huge impact. Not only could you send a huge message today, but that message will ripple down for a generation. There is a school. This is legendary in the black community. It's the Pineywood School. The Pineywood School was started as a Christian school back in I, I don't even I don't even know 1908, I think. And it's one of only four historically African American boarding schools in the United States, and it believes that the students even those with limited financial means can do extraordinary things consistent with the opportunities that they make available to them. The Pineywood school is not teaching black students you'll never get anywhere. They're teaching you can. You can. Look at the opportunities in front of you. This school has is legendary in the black community as I said. And now Uh, they're drying up on funding. And we cannot lose a school like this. Bob Woodson, who I've had on the uh, program before, he won the Bradley Prize, the Presidential Citizens Award, the Social Entrepreneurship Award from the Manhattan Institute. Um, This guy has been on the front lines forever, actually doing things, not on the news. He's busy doing things that have really worked. And he brought up the Piney School to me um, about, uh, I don't even know, three months ago. And today they're doing a virtual fundraising event, and it's today only. And they have $500,000 in matching funds. Their goal is to raise a million dollars. They have 500000 So every dollar that you give is matched dollar for dollar. Bob Woodson joins me now from the Woodson Center where he is fighting with the 1776 project and so many things. Bob, why why is this school so important?
8: Because it's not enough when you're defending the virtues and, and principles of the country. It's not enough to keep it at a level of academic or abstraction. It's important for people to, for us to stand uh, up and stand with institutions and, and people who are actually uh, living these values. They are, this is uh, principles in action. They are demonstrating to the country that the values of of liberty uh, have a consequence of improving uh, uh, the lives of people in desperate situations. And so we are just delighted. In other words, if you want to convince people of the validity of a principle, do what Jesus did. When the service of John the Baptist came to him and said, are you the one or do we seek another? He didn't pull out his resume or a white paper or say, but why don't we have a conference? No, he healed in their presence and said, go tell them what you saw. <clears throat> That's why the Woodson Center in 1776 unites is standing with in and, and, and with the Pineywood School, because it is important for us, for Americans to understand that the founding principles of this country have the consequence of improving the quality of life for everyone. And Glenn, I want to thank your listeners. Of course, the last time we have an outpouring of support because they are using the black community and the legacy of, of, of slavery and discrimination as a bludgeon against this country. So we feel it's important for the messengers to push back against this should also be led by blacks. That's why we've assembled a group of scholars and activists We've published essays, and we've uh, been on the front line of issuing uh, um, alternative curriculum. And, Glenn, I want to report to you some success. I love that. that. As, a consequ- as a consequence of our essays, uh, we, we just released uh, about a week ago our first series of, of curriculum, um, and there were 3,000 uh, 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 downloads In just five days, wow! As compared to four thousand five hundred of sixteen nineteen over the course of an entire year, that's fantastic. It is, and and listen to this, Glenn. Listen to this. Uh, In sixteen nineteen, in uh, Black Lives Matter, the New York Times deleted the claim that sixteen nineteen is a nation of true nation truly founding. The New York Times edited and published essays, removing the false items that were challenged by historians, without issuing a correction. Nicole Hannah Jones claimed on Twitter that 1619 does not argue that 1619 was our true founding. We know this nation marks its founding on 1776. So she's deleted it. And Black Lives Matter removed a, a whole section where they talk about the denigration of the western so they are on retreat they are on retreat and and but and, and so we are just uh, delighted and we're going to be issuing curriculum over the next 3 months but it's, and so we this has to be a a, a ground fight it's, it isn't just how, an aerial combat
1: how can people get the curriculum cuz that that is something that you told me in the summer you wanted to do you needed the funds this audience responded now i'm so glad i love it when you hear from people and they can report here's what happened and it's great news um
8: how can well, you pe- can go on our website 1776unites.com and you can see you can download uh, the, our curriculum and and more is to come where okay. we're and we are really uh, but 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 thank god for your listeners support that's no. the only way we were able to do this, Glenn. So and no. God bless you uh, and your you. leadership.
1: Uh, so, Bob, tell me, the Piney Woods School, you can go to Piney Woods School 2020 fundraiserorg Tell me why yeah. this audience is critical to that and why Piney Woods is so important.
8: Because if you're talking about principles and virtues of the nation, you must support people whose a uh, uh, foundation of what they're teaching children are. Uh, we must make people who are standing for those principles successful. If you, you get more of what you reward and less of what you punish, if we want America to understand and appreciate the founding values, then we must stand by those people who are pushing against the the, the odds and are teaching children that they are not victims; that America should never be defined by its birth defect of slavery, but by the promise. And and so, if 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 you believe in the principles, then support the people who whose lives and actions embody those principles.
1: And this As is what
8: I said about Jesus. Jesus healed and said, "Go tell him what you saw." If people want to know, are American values valid? Uh, are they helpful to people? Well, look at these graduates, 96% of all Woods students coming from the worst backgrounds all go to college. Hmm. Mandatory chapel, mandatory work. It's not a free ride. They are required to work in the farm uh, whenever there's construct. Even the bricks on the property over the years were made by the students. Wow. Wow. it's, it's and, and so they ought to be on the front page of every that's the best way to defend our nation is to support evidence of the validity of our founding principles
1: all right listen and there
8: are other other things that we're doing like that
1: um, I want you to today um, go to Piney woods school 2020 fundraiser.org Piney woods school 2020 fundraiser.org. Uh, this today and today only, they have a $500,000 matching, uh, group. You've gone to different, uh, organizations and, and companies and said, Hey, if we can raise this money, will you, will you match it dollar for dollar? They said, yes, it's happening today. I will tell you that there will be no one more surprised than the Piney Wood school. If this audience is raising the bulk of the money because there are perceptions and then there's reality and this is a way to show reality you want to actually make a lasting change we have to make it in the next generation this is one way to do it pineywood school 2020 fundraiser.org bob is always good to talk to you
8: sir and thank you Glenn, for your leadership again you're such a blessing and so are your listeners
1: god bless thank you So, fun fact, everybody's getting older. Uh, Some are really getting old, as we noticed last night. But when you get older, uh, you know, you might want to ask to be able to sit down every 30 minutes because of the aches and pains. Well, that's normal in life as you get older. Uh, Most of the pain is caused from inflammation, especially in the joints. And if you're going through it, it can take a toll on your whole life. I want you to be able to get your life back. Do the things that you want to do. I had all but given up painting. Now, that's really what I want to do for, with my life. I mean, I'd love to just be able to dedicate my life and just really learn how to paint and paint. Uh, but I won't be able to do that if, I, if my pain in my hands is so great that I can't even use my hands. That's where I was before I used Relief Factor. Relief Factor. Try it for three weeks. Just get the quick start. It's nineteen ninety five. Usually in three weeks, you start to see a real difference. of the people that try it go on to order more. Why would you do that unless it worked? Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
1: Well, here's a story you're not going to get in mainstream media. A Biden campaign operative. Wait until you hear In Texas, attempting to rig the 2020 election with the help of others in a massive ballot harvesting scheme, according to two private investigators who testified under oath that they have video evidence, documentation and witnesses to prove it. With the help of mass mail-in ballots, the illegal ballot harvesting operation could harvest 700,000 ballots. That changes the election in, in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. The investigators, a former FBI agent, former police officer, claimed that Biden's Texas political director, Dallas Jones, and his cohorts have been hoarding mail-in and absentee ballots and ordering operatives to fill them out for people in Harris County illegally, including dead people, homeless people and nursing home residents for the presidential election. Uh, Law enforcement agencies are investigating, uh, but nothing will be done until well after the election, the former FBI agent said. Um, Dallas Jones was appointed as Biden's campaign uh, political director uh, just last August uh, we have the affidavits one of them I'm currently involved in an investigation re, uh, re, uh, related to a wide-ranging fraudulent ballot harvesting scheme in Harris County intended to rig the elections in, in Houston Harris County area the scheme involves voter fraud on a massive scale. Based on interviews, reviews of documents, and other information, uh, we have identified three individuals, including a state senator and the Harris County commissioner. Whoa. Mm. Who are working with Jones on the ballot harvesting operation. District 13, uh, Texas State Senator Boris Miles. I mean, if you have the name Boris, Boris. don't you have to be bad? Yes. Boris, let let me talk to Boris. (laughs) I've walked miles to talk to Boris. (laughs) Get it? Uh, Mr. Jones, political consultant Gerald Womack and Precinct 1 Harris County Commissioner Rodney Ellis. One of the companies of these individuals using as a front for this operation is A.B. Canvassing, although there are others that have been identified that we are currently investigating. I have in my possession videotaped interviews of witness attesting to the aforementioned people, having groups of people committing uh, thousands of absentee ballots, blah, 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 blah. This is... What it's interesting because we don't have mass
0: mail-in voting in Texas. In fact, we're, we're one of the only states in the union in which you need an excuse to get an absentee ballot. Uh, so, I, don't, I mean, seven hundred thousand votes—obviously, like that—is a massive deal. If 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 that's going on, they say they have the evidence. We got we got to check that. So out. We,
1: we'll check that out. Let, let's uh, let's check that out tomorrow. Maybe we even call the attorney general.
0: What do you think about the arguments that are made by Republicans, largely that? Uh, talking about mail in v- v- uh, ballot fraud all the time does a couple of things one and maybe biggest thing it does is it it informs republicans that it's unreliable to vote that way so therefore they don't want to vote that way so they might go to the polls but the reason why you try as a campaign to lock in mail in ballots is because you, you can them. guarantee you got it, right? Like people don't have an appointment at the last you know, minute or get sick or whatever else. And if that happens to your voters, they don't show up at all. So they so Republican campaigns all across the country are encouraging their voters, please vote by mail. And then the president
1: and many others are saying, if you vote by mail, it's going to be fraudulent and not count. I will tell you, um, the, the average is about 20% to 30 percent of mail-in ballots thrown out every single time every single time because of fraud or something's not right on yeah, the ballot sometimes, or sometimes something. you screw things up yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so th- about 20 percent. if you want your vote to count go and vote in a polling place early voting or uh you know or uh, voting on the day but go and vote in a polling place you'll know it counts there If you can't for some reason do it, ask for an absentee ballot.